Welcome to our podcast. You're listening to Gay Culture Is, an LGBTQ plus podcast where we talk about everything that's gay. I'm Tyler. And I'm Richard. And we're going to talk to you about how gay culture is fabulous. This week we're going to be talking about how gay culture is Valentine's Day, skincare, and the Grammys. Uh huh. Okay, well, let's get started. This week for our first segment, we're going to be talking about how gay culture is Valentine's Day. Which is coming up in just a few days. And Tyler has asked me to send him some Valentine's flowers to his workplace. I would like them on Valentine's Day this time. Thank I, you, please. Well, I always get them afterwards because they're on sale. And he's going to get them afterwards. Because I did look this morning to see how much it would cost for a florist to deliver his flowers. Uh, the cheapest ones were $65. Okay. Worth it? No. Not worth it. Because it's flowers. I'm sorry. Uh, I could not find any that they had that were like... If they hadn't delivered on Friday. It doesn't matter. Like, they're still expensive. Oh, well then just do them on Valentine's Day. Well, they're, it's ridiculous. So I like to, so when I do get to buy flowers from florists, I like the ones that are in like the little pots and the planters so that you can like have them for a good long while. And the florist I found, they did not have that option. And I looked at two different florists and... I was not very impressed with their selection, so mm-hmm. um, so they are, um, yeah, they were just pretty expensive. I was not, I bought flowers before, and like I say, they, they, they are usually a little bit cheaper. So what you're saying is I'm going to get clearance flowers hand-delivered to me from you. That's exactly right, because okay. clearance flowers are the best flowers, because they will go 50% off the very next day. If not more, yeah. sometimes they uh, stores just throw them out, and you can just get them out of the garbage, which I will not admit that I have not done before. You will not admit that you have not done. Okay. Yeah. So, however you want to take that. Yeah. Um, believe me, they're just, they're fine. There's nothing wrong with those flowers. They are still as attractive as if you had bought them. Anyway. Yeah, I guess so. But he always appreciates them. Well, I do, and it's kind of become. I've, a, I've never gotten a flower on Valentine's Day. A running Day. thing with us for you to buy, well, or get out of the trash, whichever you fancy that week, flowers for me the day after Valentine's Day and bring those to me. Well, you know, it's fine because they just discard them. So You never get anything on Valentine's Day because your birthday is very close to Valentine's well, Day. Well, that is true. So happy birthday to me. And I wrap it all together. Yeah. See, that that's I think that's how those people who have like December birthdays that are mm-hmm. around Christmas feel. Mm-hmm. It feels really bad because you don't get anything special for your birthday and or Christmas. I usually get you candy. Oh, candy. Like, I need that. We're supposed to be, previous episodes, we're talking about how we're supposed to be like getting fit and losing weight and eating healthy. Well, I have been. I know you have been. I have not. I have been killing it, and I have lost 15 pounds since January 1st. Well, I have gotten sick recently, so my gym time has greatly diminished because... <laughs> yes. Disminished. Disminished. Uh, diminished because I have been feeling a little bit under the weather, and I, I we, we went back today, so that was good. It has been an on and off type of thing over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I'm just hoping I'm not... I'm not going to get sick. Yes. We can't get sick. We cannot get sick before this cruise. We're like eating airborne gummies like crazy, trying and to keep ourselves... Washing like, our hands mm-hmm. and having good hand and oral hygiene. Mm-hmm. And taking elderberry 
dissolvable tablets. Yeah, supposedly that works. I don't know. So a lot of people were getting sick. So it's supposed to work as a good flu preventative. Anyway, we're talking about Valentine's Day, so mm-hmm. we're not talking about not getting sick. But anyway, so for Valentine's Day, what Tyler and I usually do, and we have we kind of we've kind of a little been a little bit cursed at Valentine's Day. So well, every other Valentine's every other Valentine's Day. Well, it's not even that. It's if like we go to a restaurant, <laughs> a nice fancy restaurant, and then. We love it, and the next year, since we loved it so much, we try to go back to the same restaurant. But the second year, it's always really crappy. Like the like, food's bad, really service is bad, and it's completely opposite experience of what we were the year before. And then we've done this at like three restaurants. Yeah, I mean, we've been together seven years, and the first year we went to this restaurant, and then the second year it was bad. And then we moved um, to the Asheville area, and so we went to the same place two years in a row, and the second year, it was bad, so then we moved to the next place, and same thing. Yeah. So, we've decided from now on, we're not going to go to the same place, unless it's a place where we frequent a lot. And we know that it's going to be good. Because yeah. these were, like, special restaurants, which we thought were like, oh, we never eat anywhere fancy. Yeah. And these were fancy. Yeah. But... Which I think this last year, we went somewhere in Asheville, and we won't be doing it this year. Well, yeah, well, we so can't. that we'll restaurant will not... Um, have to experience the curse. The curse of our Valentine's. So. Well, because like the first year, like we didn't, they, it was, they had live music, it was like a piano play, person It was playing. a piano, someone was playing piano and it was all Disney music. It was all Disney music. All of it. All Disney love songs. It was glorious. And the food was delicious. It was, I mean, it was just great. And the second year. Saw some people we knew there. Yeah, it was, it was great. I mean, it was like one of the best Valentine's Day the I actually second year. It was. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, Everything about that moment. You brought me balloons. It was It was fabulous. And the second year, they like put us back in a the corner. There's no music, and the food was terrible. The service was terrible. And yeah. now that place is closed. It is. It's just like, imagine that. So. <clears throat> and the same thing happened. I mean, we didn't get music at our second iteration of the Valentine's Curse um, at the one in Asheville. But um, no, it was very pleasant. The, the, first the pleasant, year. The, the food was good. The service was good. It was it was different. Um, but second year, it was just like yeah. awful. Same thing. So good. So I mean, sometimes restaurants are hit and miss. But on Valentine's Day, you always want it to be yeah. a hit. Yes. And it was really important. And we had reservations. This is not like there was last minute thing. Like we made reservations like three to four months in advance because we knew it was going to be popular. Right. And so we were like, oh yeah, and. It was, oh no. Anyway, so let's see. Again, so Tyler never gets me anything for Valentine's Day because of my birthday. Well, I usually get you candy. I get you something. I get you a card. He does get me candy. cards. He, Tyler wants flowers and I get candy. Which I do like candy. Some candy. Um, Tyler's the big chocolate I think person. flowers are useless. And see, I actually would probably buy I, flowers. I like flowers. When yeah, they're planted you, in the ground. Well, you just don't want to pay for them. I don't want to pay for flowers. So, and but, I would. And so you're like, no, save money, get me candy. So that's what I do. So, I mean, flowers are nice. I like to grow flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite flowers are snapdragons. Mm-hmm. Um, because of Alice in Wonderland? No, because my grandmother used to grow them. And I, and I would always go out and, you know, like snapdragons, you can like press on them and they look like they're like roaring. And so... Me as a child with my vivid imagination would always like getting like Snapdragon fights with each other. Oh, yeah. Okay. So interesting. I, that I, I guess maybe that is why I like Snapdragons. Hmm. I like roses. Tyler always likes roses. I like orangey, peach colored roses are my favorite. The ones that are like red on the bottom and orange at the top. That's right. the best ones. Okay. Well, so I've never bought him those. No. 
<laughs> usually, I usually get pink. You usually get pink, which is also my favorite color. So yeah. that works. Um, I mean, I do like flowers. I mean, my my grandmother was she is a big flower person. So I mean, actually, both my grandmothers were really flower people. My at my maternal grandmother, she could make corsages and. Uh, well, actually, your grandma and me and your sister did all the flowers. That's right. They did all the flowers for the wedding. Yeah, they were they were fake flowers, but they were they were amazing. But we still have some, and we we, we did. I think with. we still have all of them. Actually, I think we we do have all of them somewhere. Yeah, I mean, but they are amazing. I mean, they were gorgeous. I mean, they looked like out of a magazine. And I, we got the picture to prove it. They're probably somewhere in our wedding album. They are, which I found. Good. Yeah. They, yeah. We can maybe put that on our Instagram so yes. people can see. So check yeah. that out because that is an awesome way to save money on your wedding is to do your own flowers. Mm-hmm. And Well, because we went up and bought them from this like flower, fake flower outlet place. We went and picked them all out and bought them. Although we went to get them and you kind of came with us and helped us pick them out. Yes, but then I had to go to work. And then you paid for them. And then we came home, and me and your sister and your grandma did everything. And I was so mad because I didn't ready. I didn't get to do a single flower. You got maggots coming. You were like, you're like, I paid for these, and I didn't even get to put them together. And you were so mad. I wanted to at least do one, but no, I didn't even get to do one. Right. But they were gorgeous. Uh, we did. So and, and would they have been had you had done them? No. No. So Tangled had come out that year, and we kind of had it. Well, we had a Disney themed wedding. No, Tangled had been out for several years. That yeah, was just a movie we liked. I know, but we still, we st- it was still popular but and so it may have been like the most recent one. i think it was the most recent one but we did have a disney themed wedding yeah um at least our interpretation of disney themed wedding which i think was good because it was a little bit of disney but not like overly much so i mean you don't think it was good? i i think it wasn't like overly disney i think it was it was good we well, did let's see well okay well our <laughs> so the wedding marks the processional for our like Guest. That was the Main Street Electrical Parade. Yes, that's true. And then we walked down the staircase, which is on both sides of the church, like they did in Beauty and the Beast. And you walked down to the Little Mermaid song, and I walked down to the Sleeping Beauty song. We had Disney songs throughout the wedding. Right. And the all the flowers were inspired by Tangled, and your sister made a banner that's the purple banner with the yellow sun from Tangled. And it was hung up. Yeah, and all of the invitations and all the stuff was in Disney font, right? So, and our say the date was we had we were at, so we had went to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. It was the Bahamas previously, was, yeah. And we had all. yeah we had a picture of us, and it was we had the TARDIS. And I found yeah we did the TARDIS. We did but, the TARDIS in the I background. Found lots of Disney characters and, and all the Disney in the characters. background. Yeah, like Peter Pan was flying overhead. And Tinkerbell and Simba was back there, and Ariel was over there. Yeah, I mean, it was great. I mean, it was. It, but it was more, like I say, it wasn't like overly Disney'd. It wasn't like... Okay, I'm not getting that. Well, to me it wasn't. It wasn't like obnoxiously in-your-face Disney. Well, it wasn't it was obnoxious. An, it was an ins- inspiration. But it was overly... It was, no, it was Disney. Uh, it was Disney, but still it was inspired by Disney. Uh-huh. That's how I feel about it. And then we got to the reception, and our song was Can You Feel the Love Tonight that we danced to. I'm sorry, it was very Disney. Well, so. that is what we danced to, but we did a mashup of that with We Found Love by Rihanna. We did. So it was a mashup. Because that's our song. Because that is. Um, anyway, anyway Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> um, so you have, what I like about Valentine's Day is, and so I work in a retail setting, and you have the, like the Russell Stover chocolates or Whitman sampler, and if you didn't know, like they have the packages that are done for the holidays. 
Those are gross by Hershey's Pot of Gold no, no, or no, Godiva. No, no, but what I'm saying Thank is... Thank you. What is interesting about those is they just wrap them up. It's just... It's like they've gift-wrapped their own boxes in a themed paper. It's not even a different box. That's true, because those do, like, heart-shaped boxes. Right. Like, I really the feel... good like, ones. Yeah, I really felt like they could... And some of them are heart-shaped. When I'm talking about the square rectangular box, it's just wrapping paper. And then when you open like it up, it's the, yeah, it's like the same package underneath. And I was like, well, maybe that, that's kind of cheap. But I remember a long time ago... Lazy. It is. I feel like it's really lazy. And I, maybe it's a good money saver. I don't know. Because after the holidays are over... I can't say that it's... I can't see that it would save that much money. It's just lazy. It I saves time. I know. It saves money. Well, maybe. But like I say, like after the holidays were over, I do remember like years, year, years, years past, we would have to unwrap them from their Valentine's paper and mm-hmm. then put them back on the shelf mm-hmm. so that they could sell and we wouldn't have to mark them down 50%. I'm just like, are you serious? Are you joking? I'm not joking. I remember doing that one year. That's I don't think crazy. we've done it since then, but this was many, many years ago. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think the only retail setting I've worked in is Barnes & Noble. And I think we were, I mean, we had stuff that we just cycled in and out for well, the holiday. I think that was what we did one year. I mean, this was years ago, so I, I don't even know if you can do that now. Yeah. But it was just... I guess you could. It was interesting. Um, anyway, but, like, heart-shaped things. So you get... Other ones are like, oh, here's ones for a dollar, and you get, like, two pieces of candy in it. Like, yeah, the little, yeah. like the kid's version one with, like, the dinosaur, and they're, like, all the little valentines. Mm-hmm. I think those are interesting. I guess so. And I always like the little hearts that they apparently don't make anymore. The little hearts with the words on them. That is from the Nico Neko brand. Something like that. Which, they went bankrupt last year, and someone bought them. They just didn't get them out in time for Valentine's. For this year, yeah. Which we found some, like, off-brand ones, and they were disgusting. Well, I don't like them anyway, so... I think well, I like them, but I got them... I bought some, because I made cupcakes for my staff, and um, I made... Well, let's see. I made... They were strawberry cupcakes, and they had the bottom of them were chocolate, and then they had pink icing and pink glitter, and then I put a little heart on top. They were delicious. They were pretty good. They were amazing. Yeah. So the heart, little, it was more for decoration than right. to eat. It was because they weren't their original ones, and they just weren't that good. You couldn't even read half of well, them. I'm trying to think. So, um, well, Tyler's really big on Valentine's Day. So his uh, previous workplaces, so previous workplaces, like they would go in and kind of have like a little bag. No, I orchestrated this whole thing. Yeah, you, like, you tell about we're it. We're still. I'm trying to get everybody to do it now too, where I currently work. But we all made bags. Um, like we we were. It was a retail store. We took bags that we used, for, you know, for customers to put their merchandise in, and we decorated them. Like uh, the week of Valentine's Day, we would decorate them. And we hung them up in the store, and then uh, customers could put Valentine's in there. But then on Valentine's Day, we would all, we had bought Valentine's for each other, just like we did in grade school. And we would exchange Valentine's and put them in our bags, and we would get them out and look at them together. And it was so much fun. And I think sometimes the point of it was to get ones, some of them were more, some cute, and some of them were like, well, it's just hilarious. It's always funny. fun to and see. Sometimes it's inappropriate. See what people will pick out because you go to the Walmart, or the Target, or wherever, and you find your box of Valentines. And then, because when I was a kid, I was always like very specific, like, no, this person had to have this card because it says this. Right. And like, I was really, you know, really considered who I wanted to have which cards, even though 
you've pretty much got duplicates of the same four cards. I think I did that for like one year, and then after that, I was just like, this is so tedious. I'm just oh. going to write people's names on them. Yeah. I don't care which one No, it was a big deal to me. I did it every year, and my parents always got me something for Valentine's Day. I mean, I, it's probably my favorite holiday. I love it more than Christmas. I love Halloween, but Valentine's Day to me is just happy, and it's it's a bright spot in the cold, dark winter to me. Well, my parents always got me stuff for Valentine's Day, too. Um... I, when, when like my grade school Valentine's, I always like the ones that had like something with it, like a piece of candy or like a a um, pencil or something. Because I hated the ones that just didn't have anything with them. But I do remember one year, and I got this porcelain clown um, doll, and it was d- delivered to me at school, which I thought was the most amazing thing ever. And I do remember getting that, and y'all have to remember, y'all have to realize that I don't remember a lot of details about my childhood, so this is a kind of amazing Or yesterday. Thing. Or yesterday. For that matter. But, um, this is something I will always remember, it's a little, it had a, like a green clown suit on, and it was like a porcelain-faced clown, and I thought that was the best thing ever. I have no idea where it's at now, but, um, my parents probably have it put up somewhere in their, like, hutch china thing whatever whatever old people collect things in um but that is something i do remember getting when valentine's and then i do my mom always likes to buy me the little tootsie roll banks so i usually got one of those because I, I do like tootsie rolls okay um i like the flavor like the lemon and the lime and chocolate i don't really like the vanilla ones well, see, we always got the little heart-shaped cookies that were already in the roll, like at, you know, the grocery store, uh-huh. like the roll of yeah. cookies, and yeah. we would, the sugar cookies, Yeah, we would bake those, and then I'd always get, like, a school stationery set of, like, pens or pencils that had hearts on them, and okay. we would get candy, and we would usually watch a Valentine's movie, and we would give each other cards, and my parents would usually have some kind of small gift of some kind, but right. it was just all, it was all very valentine themed with hearts and pink and red and well because some people like they're not really big on valentine's day and like i never really thought about because some like the singles people always hate hated on valentine's day growing up because they were like oh it's just a thing to show your significant other that you know you love them but you could do that anytime if they didn't have anybody yeah but see, that's what I'm saying. Like when I did that at that job where I started doing the Valentine's thing, I was I was single for right. a few years when we were doing it, and it was like, yeah, so what? We're all, we all can show that we love each other, and yeah. maybe you don't love the people you work with, but it's a day that you can find those people that you do love, even if you or are, just appreciate. I mean, they they make Valentine's for everything because it's like you're yeah. a special friend, or, everybody, your yeah. pet. I mean, you know, it's a day to celebrate things and people that you love. It doesn't have to be a you know relationship, a right. relationship with someone um, necessarily. Yeah, that's what a lot of it is, and. But go out to eat with go out to eat with yourself, you know. Yeah, it's it's just to me, it's always been a day about showing, how can you love someone else if you can't love yourself. Yeah, yeah, about showing love to everybody, um, and it's just you know it doesn't have to be something where you're in a couple, and, right? Well, or not like I see in high school, we did go out like as platonic friends for mm-hmm. all the single people because we wanted something to do. Yeah, and we would end up I can't remember the restaurant, but we always ended the we went to the movies. I do know that. And we always pretended that we were on a date with each other. And, of course, I, it was with my friend Shelly. And mm-hmm. Shelly always brought along another girl. Mm-hmm. And that person also brought somebody else. Yeah. So it was just like, we actually made fun of, before I was out, that I was going with the guy and she was going with the girl. Which is funny, I guess. I don't know. 
a layer. It was. Anyway, at my high school, we always did the twerk dance. I don't know that on means. Valentine's Day. It's like a Sadie Hawkins dance. Okay. Um, because it's like T W I R P, which is the woman is responsible for pay. Oh. Because it's like what the girls ask right. the guys out, and the girls go out and pay, the girl pay for for the food. So it's Sadie Hawkins dance. It's what, it's what it okay. is. We just called it that. Okay. You know, we called it twerk. I think I started a long, long time ago. Um, but that was always fun, too. And I, I don't think I ever had... I mean, I think I always went with a friend or with friends. I never had, like, a date. I mean, I went with a friend that was a girl. Right. And we would do kind of that. Hmm. But it was never, like... I was never in a relationship when yeah. in high school. We had those. But that was always something, too, when in high school that was fun on Valentine's Day. I do remember, like, we used to have to... So, a lot of clubs would do boosters fundraising so that you could like sell messages and sell flowers and you could send them to classmates mm, yeah, I don't know if you did something like that yeah. I thought you know so yeah, I don't know I feel like Valentine's Day was pretty creative growing up and it's continued on with Tyler because believe me if it was just me I would like don't even care about Valentine's Day because my birthday is like a few days mm-hmm. later so. Oh, I love it. I mean, I already, um, like last week we had a big staff meeting and I made little baggies for my staff that had heart-shaped candies in it and they all got a little pencil that had a big glittery heart on top and did you see any of those? I didn't see any of this. I think I just made them and took them the next day, but, and they were all very excited. And Maybe I, I should be on. jealous of and his I, co-workers. Yeah, and I bought the, um, the little Valentine's it was the Peanuts Gang and oh. I wrote everybody's names on them and attached it to their little bag and so they're little bags and it was also a way for me to kind of um, decide where I wanted people to sit. Right. Um, you know, because that's I think well, there's more. nothing more like great than you know Snoopy and Woodstock. So right, I mean so, they were best friends. I mean it ever. was, and it basically had Charlie Brown and Lucy and Snoopy and Woodstock. I think that was because there was just four different right, cards. right. I mean that would make sense. I think so, those are the main characters. But it was just game. it was so much fun, and it's just I don't know. I think Valentine's Day is just like a low pressure kind of. It can be low pressure. A fun time. It can be low pressure. Some people I think kind of blow it out of proportion. Like you've got to have. You've got to send me flowers that cost $65 or more. We have to have a fancy, fancy dinner date, and it has to be over $100. It has to have wine, and we have to go to the movies. And I just, I'm so glad Tyler is not like that. He, he wants that, and he enjoys we that. Just, we just go but, out and do what we like, and we just, I just, we just go with it. It just kind of works. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just like, it's, there's no pressure behind how Tyler does Valentine's Day. No. So I feel, I feel very lucky with that. Because I'm just very much like, if we plan too much, then it's going to end up being... And I can't plan anything. You just have to be flexible. You do. and um, Which I really appreciate. And the memories will make themselves. You know, don't force things on do it. Don't force the, you know, the night into a box of having to do these certain things. I right. mean, this year we're probably going to go to this diner that's like... It's, it's like, like a 50s diner. Yeah, it is. And it's great, because I, I love this place. It's like my, probably my favorite restaurant. It, it is really good. But you can get, like, a hamburger for $3, and fries, and milkshakes, and, and they soft serve it off to you. And like, for Valentine's Day, for couples, they're doing, um, what is it? It's like 12 or $13, and you get two hamburger steak meals and a banana split for two. And they're going to, like, have you sit, you can sit in the dark. Because they have neon lights in there. So yeah. they turn off the fluorescent lights and it's just the neon lights. Right. It's really awesome. And it's like a 50s, it's like a 50s drive-up without the drive-up service because yeah. they had to get rid of that. They have a drive-through. They have a drive-through now. And because you can eat inside. Right. But so we eat there several times a week. Yeah, I love um, that place. It's like, so it just makes sense It's that we really go good there. really cheap. And the food is, like, real. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's good. So that's probably what we're going to do this year. I mean, you know, 
And in years past, we've done expensive. We've done semi-cheap. I mean, it, we try to change it up. Right. So, and we may just come home and watch a movie. I don't know. We just, we, yeah, we, we see where we end up. We just bought The Grinch, so we'll have to try that out. My my nephew wanted to watch that. So. Well, because we're going on vacation in a few weeks. Right. With him and, and like, the family. Oh. And, and so he's like, what, two or three years old. And he's he's, he's just trying to watch The Grinch. So. Yeah. Because he loves the Grinch. He loves the I, Grinch. I got him the book and a stuffed Grinch for Christmas, but he's still into it. And we watched the old, you know, Grinch movie. Well, old, you know. Right. 19 years old, it is. Yeah. But the one with Jim Carrey. At Christmas time, we, I watched that with him. But now we're talking. I was like, we were together last weekend. And I was like, what do you want to do with the cabin? And he's like, I want to watch the Grinch. And I was like, we just watched that. He's like, no, the new one. So, so yeah. here we are. Um, but the one we just bought of the Grinch, it's like a Valentine's special because it just came out right like, this week. Hey, Valentine's. So, yeah, I think I saw some like, mini movies. Yeah, Walmart has got like a special Valentine's Day edition that you can buy. Oh, well. So that's what we got. So anyway, so about Valentine's Day, I'm trying to think of what else like, we kind of have done about Valentine's Day in the past. And... Well, it's something that me and my boss do. We have meetings quite a bit, and so. We, at Christmas, received a box of Godiva chocolate that was, like, in a Christmas mm. box. And so, we'll be meeting, and if we, like, get stressed, we're like, oh, well, let's just have a chocolate. Right. And so, when we went shopping the other day to get um, the treat bags for our staff, we bought us a chocolate box of hearts. Okay. Or a, a heart box of chocolate. Anyway, right. we bought that. And so we've been eating it, but this past week has been extra stressful, so we're about halfway through that box now. Well, okay. So So he, he diets at he doesn't he diets at home but not at work apparently. Anyway. Well I, what I like about I can have a little what, bit. I, what I do like about boxes of chocolates, back to chocolates. I I do like you know, because um is it Forrest Gump where they say life is like a box of chocolates? Like you never know what you're gonna get. Yes. Yes. Okay, well I really like the fact that for a long while I completely understood that. But then they started putting them what they are on the box. Lid. Actually, the Godiva box that we had, it was not so easy. <gasps> oh, gosh. Because there was not like a map. That. It had a little leaflet on the inside that had the picture, what it looked like, and then what it was. But you had to match it up. Like, you had to look at the picture and then find the thing in the box. It was just chaos. I wouldn't like that. Because, see, sometimes, like, and sometimes, like, when you have the box and you turn it upside down, it doesn't match anymore. Right. Like, like... I don't really like mystery chocolates. I like to know that I'm not going to get one with coconut in it because I don't really like coconut. I hate the ones that have cherry. Well, no, uh, yeah. I no. can eat just about any other one. I don't like I coconut. Like coconut I, like cherry. I like nuts, but I don't like the cherry ones. Yeah. No I coconut. I don't like chocolate covered. No cherry. I do like chocolate covered like raisins. I like raisinets were my favorite candy. Like I said, just not cherry. Yeah, well, I can't do that. But I think like it's interesting, syrup. though, it's like they had to put that on there, because I don't think people liked it. And then you, like, you buy this big expensive box of chocolates, and you're like, I don't like this piece, and you just, like, take half a bite and throw it out. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. To me, like, it's great. I like the fact that they finally came out with, like, the little turtles, like, Hershey's Pot of Gold finally came out with just the turtles. Mm-hmm. Those are good. I yeah. like that. Yeah. So, I do kind of wish that you can get some of those at any time, though, because... Mm-hmm. You know, I like to have a little bit of mystery, but or variety, I should say. I want mystery in my chocolates because if I'm going to use those calories, I want to know exactly what I'm using them That's for. That's true. The only the only mystery I like are the little mystery airheads, the little white ones. But that's not chocolate. But no. Anyway, I we can have a whole discussion about candy because, like, I mean, who doesn't like candy? We're going to jump to skincare now. That's right. So, okay, we'll be right back. So for our second topic of today, we're going to be discussing how gay culture is skincare. Skincare. Okay. 
Drag. I'm just kidding. That's a reference to um, Race Chaser podcast, also a fun podcast. Anyway. That is a great uh, podcast. I love listening to Alaska and Willem because they they're just hilarious. But anyway, we're going to talk about skincare, and Tyler is the big skincare. Okay, great. Skincare is <laughs> something that Tyler is pretty much he does every night, and it drives me insane because I'm just like, let's go to bed. No, I got to put all this stuff on. So, he has started me on getting, like, a night facial cream because I'm getting older and I'm starting to show wrinkles, and I would like not to have that when I'm much, much older. So have you been using it? I have been somewhat consistent with it. Sporadically using it? I've been sporadically using okay. it. Okay. Which is apparently not how you do skincare. No. You have to do it consistently, or at least semi-consistently, for it to work. Um, but I've I've been... I have my phases, so I go... Really good, and then I kind of slack off for a few days, and I do really good again, and then it's like a week later, and I haven't used it. But um, I do notice a big difference when I do use it, and I have like a night moisturizing cream and an eye cream, because one of the things my mother loves to say to me is, you have really dark shadows under your eyes, you must be really tired. And I hate hearing that phrase from her. So or sick, or she'll just plain out say, "You look awful." You look awful. That's what she says to me. <laughs> well, I mean, I understand. It's fine. I mean, maybe I am sick or whatever. But uh, there's nothing that a little well, maybe you're just not taking care of your skin. Well, because if I bring lotion near you, I hate you lotion. I hate lotion. I hate the way it smells. I hate the way it feels. I do not like lotion. It is just, but it's good for you. It's great. I guess, but why does it have to be so oily? I mean, I know why it's oily. It's not oily. It is. It's the right stuff. Oh, I don't care. I'm more of a cream-based person anyway, because it's a little bit less oily. But I really don't like having to use that anyway. So I have this hand cream. I think it's Nivea? Yeah, I think that's Nivea hand cream, which I do like. Um, I don't like putting product in my hair, okay? Um... Just wash it off, though, of your it, hands, except for the lotion, because you need that on your well, hands. Well, it, it, it's just so, I don't like that feeling on my hands. So, like, for sunscreen, for example, sun, like, spray sunscreen is the best thing ever invented. I don't have to touch it, and I just spray it wherever it wants to go, and I'm protected. It's great. I love it. But I really wish they would do that with more products, like lotion, or hand cream, or whatever, and I would just spray it all over me, and then I wouldn't have to touch it. But, yeah, but you'll let me put the stuff on you. That's fine. Like people the, if I put people can put the, stuff on me. I don't care. The sunscreen, the lotion, you let me put it on well, you. Well, I mean, who doesn't like a massage? So. I just think that the lotion gets more coverage and it works better. It, it does. Like, so the, like the sunscreen lotion is what he's talking about. And it does, I think, I don't know. It, it, it does probably provide better coverage because you make sure you can get it in that area and you can see it so when like when you do the spray you really can't tell but um i just still think it's the best thing ever invented because i don't have to touch anything and it's convenient um and it reaches it like you can spray like your back and you can't really get to the creams with your back because it's like a really weird twisty movement i can though because my shoulders are double jointed well that's good for you i can't do it but, so, anyway, other skincare things, so, if you can do, I do like to do those little, like, black pore masks. Those are fun to do every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really 
really do them that often. But I like when we do them. Cause I, I do one like every week, and he acts like, every time I do it, and he sees me, he acts like it's the first he look, time he's ever he seen it. He looks like it. a monster. He looks like, like, so there's like, they always make fun of, they always make fun of that in the movies. Like, like the woman is in the bathroom, and she's got her, like, face mask on, and she pops out. And goes, but I think it all started with Robin Williams in um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire, where he like but that was just because he that, lost his mask. He had lost his mask. It had fallen into the street, and the social worker had come to like follow up on follow up on him, uh-huh. and he had to pretend that he was you know Mrs. Doubtfire. So he stuck his his sister was he was pretending to be. yeah he was pretending to be his sister yeah I can't remember how what was her name I don't remember I don't know. Anyway, so he stuck his face into a cake, <laughs> and it was like buttercream icing all over him. And it dropped. Well, because he was trying to serve her like coffee or tea or something, and he was like, you know, one lump or two, and like it was falling off of his face into right. the cup, and it was just like, oh, well, there you go. There's two. There's but another it, one. But and it's a sugar-based thing. I mean, it made sense. It made complete sense. I totally get it. So, segueing into someone who really knows about skin care. Anyway, I just go from that topic, because that was like, it scared her when he came out of that refrigerator, and I think that's like what they do in movies about like skin care. They make it scary, and this is why, and Tyler's going to tell you why it's not. Well, it's not scary. I mean, I had these red, splotchy, awful, dry, flaky places, like on my face, and in other places in my body, but it was the worst on my face for, for years. Um, I'm trying to think when I... You were very self-conscious about this. I was, and I, you know, I feel like people didn't really notice it, um, and, but... I didn't notice it. I don't Yeah, and people, friends and people I work with, I would ask them if it was visible, and even though I could look in the mirror and see how bad it looked to me, and how... It did not feel good either. But they were like, no, I don't know. People are it. never honest anyway about that because they're going to make sure you're not hurting your feelings. Yeah, I know they didn't want to, but I was like, I, I was honestly asking, and you know, you and some really close friends would always say, well, yeah, it's red in this place and there's like some flakes there. Right. But I, just, I tried so many different things and I tried hydrocortisone cream because my, my dad has similar skin issues sometimes and um, that's what he used earlier, but I don't think that's really good. You know, it's not really sustainable to keep using hydrocortisone cream on those right. spaces, and they they really it didn't do any good for it. Um, I remember this. Sometimes the doctor would recommend a steroid. Well, and it didn't really do any they good. They prescribed like a mometazone, maybe, and um, I tried that for a little while. And some whenever I had been prescribed things like that or over the counter things, I would try it and it would work for a little bit. Um, and then one year I found some like Nivea aftershave white creamy lotion and. I put that on, and it would work kind of good, but then after like a week or so, it was just back. It didn't matter if I was using it. Sometimes right. it would come back even worse Yeah, with a vengeance. And <laughs> so um, then a couple of years, well, it was probably about three years now, one of my friends got me into Rodan and Fields, and um, I did the Soothe Regimen, I guess, and there was like four different steps. Um, but it also, like it, it did better. It was when I was using that regimen every day. It was the, the skin irritation was more sporadic. It was, you know, maybe once or twice a week it would flare up rather right. than every day or most days. It was, you know, less, um, but it was still more than I wanted it to, and it was really unpredictable. Um, I mean, like one time I was having my picture made because I was like employee of the month, and I, you know, 
luckily, it, I looked good that time, but then another time I, I didn't, and there it was just no, it wasn't like I'm using it today and tomorrow, and so my face is going to look good, and, and because I've skipped a day, it's going to look bad. I could be using it every day, and it would still randomly decide to and act you did up. Just every day, cause I you, did. You do your skincare every day. I do. Um, and then... I went to a dermatologist, and they said I just need to find... They told me what it was, and I, I can't remember. Some kind of just eczema, but basically that I needed some kind of... Uh, I needed lactic acid was what I needed. It was right. just some kind of skin cream, with lac, a face cream with lactic acid. So I found... Um, I looked at some different ones online, but then at, at Walgreens and CVS and all these different pharmacies and um, Amazon, it's um, Simple is the brand, and Simple makes a lot of good um, facial cleansing. They, they make some good uh, liquids that are good for makeup removal. They have some makeup removal uh, like moist towelette thingies that I use to take makeup off. And um, But this stuff um, is called Simple Replenishing Rich Moisturizer. And it works for 12 hours. No harsh chemicals. Um, no artificial stuff. It's like all natural. And that's why it's called Simple. It's because of simple ingredients. But the main thing that's in it is the lactic acid, or let's see what they call it. Yeah, it's got lactic acid in it. And I started using it twice a day. I use it in the morning um, when I'm getting ready to go to work or whatever, when I'm getting up for the day, and I use it before I go to bed. And have been using it for uh, about two years every day, and I have not had... He has not had a single flare-up. No. None. Zero. Um, I think it was... Cause I got a, I started using it right before I went to Portugal, right, yeah. which was like June 2017. Yeah. I, I would use it, started using it a couple months before that. Um, but I mean, for the first week or so, it was still, it was like kind of getting it under control. Mm -hmm. But after I have been using it for a couple of weeks and I have kept using it, I mean, my skin has never looked better. No, it's, it's on my true. face. I, mean, I was like, I was, you can tell a difference. And I mean, I was honest with Tyler about his skincare because yeah. he was very self conscious about it. Yeah, I, mean, um, I wanted to know. I didn't want to be made to feel good. I wanted to know what it looked like so I could do something about right. it. And I'm glad he found this product because it has worked for him. And he's just like, oh my god, I can't go without it. I can't. And he I, can't. I will not. And I mean, so simple. Please do never stop making this product, or yeah. he will be upset. Well, and I, you know, I found some things online. It was like you can, you know. Obviously, milk has lactic acid. What some people would do for right. really bad flare-ups was they would take, um, like, a washcloth and soak it in, like, whole milk. Right. And then, like, put it on their face for a little while. Yeah. And that would kind of help things. But this is the skincare, and it's all natural stuff, and it's got the lactic acid in it. And I've never found anything better for my face. For my face eczema, um, it's just, there, there's nothing that can touch it. But I also do lots of things on top of that. Um, something I'm really into right now is Lush Cosmetics. They have like all natural, it's all fresh made stuff. There's no, it's not chemicals and, um, you know, preservative and things of that nature. It's just good quality stuff. Um, and something I use to kind of prep my face. These is, are not paid endorsements, by the way. No, they're not. I just <laughs> fully believe in them. And if you want good skin, use them. But they have this 9 to 5 cleansing lotion that is basically, um, it's like, let's see, what is it? I can't remember exactly. It's almond oil and orchid um, is what makes the lotion. Okay. And it's good as like a prep. You wash your face with it. It's good after you... I do only do it at night time. Um, in the morning I use a... Simple has a um, moisturizing face wash that I use in the shower in the morning. And then I use the 9 to 5 at night time because this cleansing lotion is supposed to get all the bad stuff and all the dirt and stuff out of your pores and all the nasty stuff off your face. 
so that I use it at night. Um, but that's basically what I do for my face as far as, you know, not lips and things like that. I'm getting to that. Um, but on my face, I do the simple moisturizing face wash in the morning, in the shower. You put it on your face and then kind of wash it off. Don't scrub hard. Um, and see, too, I thought that, you know, there's all these things out there, all these different facials and sugar scrubs and salt scrubs for your face. But if you have really sensitive facial skin like I do, and your facial, your face skin is really thin anyway. If you have really sensitive skin, then those harsh rough treatments are not good for you. Do not do them. Um, they're just not. Um, so, and then, um, let me think. And so then at night, I do the 9 to 5 cleansing lotion. And then I still, after I've done these washes, I still put the simple rich moisturizer on my face. Um, and then once a week, usually on Sunday, I would do like the clay mask and simple makes one too. Um, that it can be used as a daily thing, but they're like I said, sensitive skin, it, it would be kind of hard on me, so I just do it once. And I usually just do it on my nose, because that's where blackheads tend to gather, and that's really what I need it for, because the rest of my face it stays pretty clear, yeah. um, especially when you wash it like I do. Um, so then Lush Cosmetics makes this stuff called tea tree water, and I had really bad, like, bacne, I guess, which is acne on your back. I had really bad that, um, well, I mean, I always did after I hit puberty, really, um, through when probably we moved to Asheville. Yeah. Um, and then I think maybe being out there, the, um, I don't know, I guess... The climate was different. The climate was different, a different elevation. I, I don't know. Just the, the air was better for me, I guess, because I did not have it up there. But since we've moved back where we are, it has kind of flared back up a little bit. It's not as bad as it used to be. I think that's partly just because I'm older, too, yeah. and kind of further away from the acne years. Um, but it's kind of come back a little bit. But the tea tree water is a spray, and I spray it on my chest and on my back, and it gets rid of some of that acne because it, like, cleans you off. And it's supposed to control the oil balance in your skin. It's a it's a balancing toner for oily skin is what they call it. Um, but just spraying it on before I go to bed at night, and that's all I do, and that, that helps keep that clear. Um, and my, my face gets kind of oily, too, so maybe a couple times a week I'll spray this on my face as well, um, just when I'm kind of between, you know, maybe at night time before I do my other stuff, the wash and the, um, the lotion. So, um, but that stuff is good. And I don't know that it would really work for really bad acne. You should see a dermatologist for those things, but these are just things that I do for myself that right. seem to work. So they also have a, for my lips, they have a honey lip scrub, which they have different flavors and different scents of all these things that I'm telling you about. Um, but the one from the lip scrub I prefer is honey. And I do it twice a day if I can. But if I can't, I do it at nighttime. And it just gets rid of that excess dry skin on your lips, that, you know, nagging, hangy stuff there. Yeah, which I have lots of. It's just annoying. Because <laughs> um, I've got right now. Because it just happens, especially during the winter time when it's really dry and really cold. I use chapstick. Yay me. That's amazing for Ooh, me. Ooh, chapstick. I, hey, whatever. So, but I do the honey lip scrub um, at least once a day. If I can do it and have time, to do it twice a day. And then they have a lip. They have different kinds of lip balm too. Uh, the one I like is rose lollipop. Um, but after you do the lip scrub, and think about the lip scrub, it's a sugar scrub. So you kind of scrub it, and then you can just kind of lick the rest of it off, and it tastes mm. so sweet. Um, but then I put the rose lollipop lip balm on before. Um, and like I said, I at least do this before I go to bed. I try to do it in the morning too, but if I'm running late, I'd skip these things because they can be done once a day and that's still fine. 
Um, so then they also, it's not really skincare, but while I'm talking about Lush Cosmetics, they've got these things called Toothy Tabs. And it's basically toothpaste, but they're in tablets. So what you do, and the one I like is Lemon Lime, but you put it in your mouth and you kind of crunch it up between your teeth and then you wet your toothbrush and then you brush. And it tastes really good to me. I didn't like it. He did not like it. But to me, it tastes really good, and it does a good job, and like I said, I really like what they put in their products, and I don't feel like I'm putting chemicals and whatnot. Right. So, um, it's it's good to use. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is, um, they have this stuff called Sleepy, which is lotion. You can put it on your hands, and I usually put it on my chest, but it is oatmeal and lavender, and maybe honey. I think you said it was honey. Let me see. Let me just make sure. Um... But it's basically made of almond oil and no, it's just oatmeal and lavender and cocoa butter oh. and almond oil. But it's it's got the lavender in it and that um, and it's really subtle. Um, it's very subtle. I love it because I hate. Subtle. I don't. I don't do smells. No, I don't like. No. I hate cologne. Yeah. I don't like perfume. Like for for a good year, I made Tyler do unscented everything, and he was so mad at me. Like unscented soap and shampoos. Cause they deodorant, just, deodorant. They they really bother me. Well, now you've got more into being able to handle like the clean smells I, and yes. the natural smells. I, I can smell. I can do a little bit of subtleness. Yeah, but I can't. Like we do buy it. a Dove women's deodorant, and we buy like the cucumber or the coconut. Right, because or... it's not like overwhelming, and especially the ones that they advertise for men is just so strong. It's horrible. Like, they're they're terrible. Sorry I know, but it. like. I don't. I don't really mind how like how they smell. It's just the smell is too much. Right. 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 Like it's just. Yeah. Like let's have some subtleness with this. You know that's. Yeah. That's what I do like about these products. Which is why the sleepy lotion is good because it honestly helps me sleep. I mean, I put a little bit on my wrists and on my chest, and it just is calming. And it's got the lavender in there, which is supposed to promote sleep anyway. Um, but it's just really calming to me, and it doesn't bother Richard. So it's it's a good thing for all yeah. of us. But it's just a lotion. Yeah. Um, but I like the, the Lush Cosmetics because it's got the they put the person who made it their names on it. It's got the expiration date. And it tells you all the ingredients that are in it. Some skincare products you can't even find an expiration date on some things. Yeah, and it's some of crazy. them are very vague <laughs> about the ingredients, especially if you order from a like a subscription service. It's kind of like um, I don't know. Rodan and Fields, for example, you can find them online. They do have the ingredients out there, but it's not immediately on the bottle. Right. So, and I think that they have good products too. They and do. I, mean, I don't think that their stuff was necessarily not working for me. I just really, after seeing a dermatologist, I had to have something with lactic acid in it. And that's, right. That was what. Well, it that's was. what they told you. They said you need to find this a product with this. Yeah. And it just happened to be a ten dollar bottle of something. Yeah. You know, yeah. It wasn't. Which is fine. I mean, teach their own, and everybody finds a skincare product that works yeah. for them. And I still use Rodan and Fields. I use some of their other products. Right. And they've got some cool lash boost like I, stuff. I still can't find a hair gel that I like because I hate putting it on my hands. Mm-hmm. Well, we started going to pomade a lot. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to buy. And it's kind of creamier, and it smells nice. It does. It's not, like, again. It's I, not overwhelming. It, it's not overwhelming. Because yeah. why, again, people make overwhelming things smell bad. Mm-hmm. Because they, they do, they just don't, they don't smell natural, and I'm like, I like the natural mm-hmm. smell of stuff. I mean, I don't want to smell your body odor right. after you've been running to the gym or whatever, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't need you to, like, wash it down with Axe body spray. Right. I mean, my gosh. Well, also for body lotion on a budget, really, but really, not even on a budget, I had a couple of years ago some spots that were kind of breaking out, like, on my shoulders and arms that were not the same type of 
breakout as I was having on my face, and they were just really, really dry patches. And um, I found that this stuff my parents was using, and you can get it at Walmart. It's called Dr. Teal's Lotion, and like T-E-A-L, Dr. Teal's. And they're in blue bottles at Walmart, and I buy the <laughs> coconut oil um, scented one. And it is great for all over body lotion. I mean, I put it all over myself at least once a day, and it it works really good. And yeah. it keeps your skin moist and supple. And it just, I feel better after using it. Um, and it's cheap. I mean, it's like $5 for a big pump bottle of that. And I do have several different lotions from Bath and Body Works, too. And I try to get kind of, you know, scents that are not very strong or Thank you. very artificial. Um, <laughs> I try to get things that smell like real things. Right. Well, so, I don't, um, like, these these smells are something. You don't really know what they are. Yeah. But, I mean. Well, and, like, you know, the body sprays at Bath and Body Works. They're, I still they're don't not, like them. Well, they're not as strong as, like, actual perfume or right. something or actual cologne. They're, you know, you can still... When I sprayed the body sprays and Beth Mowers on me, it's like I can still smell it. And if you get really close to me, you can smell it. But I it, can still smell it. But it's not overwhelming. Like if we get in the car, you're still fine with the Beth Mowers oh, yes. stuff. Yeah. Believe me, cologne and perfume has been banned in this house. Which I don't do cologne anyway. I don't do those man. You don't do man colognes. Although Lady Gaga's um, Eau de Gaga, it was actually uh, is for all genders. Right. Which I love. Yeah. And it smells good. And I think manly men would wear it. And, and you know. Features on. Again, I'm not really much of a smell person. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, so skincare. Yeah, Tyler definitely knows his skincare. He tries to get me to do it. Um, well, I give you the tools. Well, and if you don't do it, I can't. It's not my problem. So this is what I think <laughs> is a big thing for just culture in general. So. You always, and we're going to kind of talk about gender here. So, you know, taking care of one's skin has always been seen as a feminine thing to do. So, a lot of men were taught, you know, don't put on lotion. You got to be manly and have rough hands and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And I think some of that still carries on. I don't think that that's what mine is. Believe me, I I don't mind putting all well, this stuff on. People still think that, but people think that, and I think that is who said the thing about chapstick and how no matter how you put on chapstick because you know men still use chapstick there's no masculine way of doing it you were telling me this i don't think i've heard anything about this what i i, I someone well, not me some somebody told me this she's just basically oh because you're putting yeah you, you're put you're putting chapstick on yeah. and there's really like no masculine way of putting on chapstick because everyone thinks of it as a feminine thing there's no like stance that's like i'm you know Asserting my manhood. and Right. Because you're basically holding a little tube between your fingers and rubbing it across your lips. And it's like your lips are, yeah, that's funny. I mean, you think about it. And it's just, I mean, I hate to play off the stereotype of, of that, but it's. That wasn't me, though, that said that. Okay, I, I really thought that was you. But someone like said that. it. And, and it's hilarious because it's not like, you know, masculine, masculinity so frail. Well, it kind of puts everybody on the same level. I mean,. Because but you're I mean, right. there's really no way. To, well, it's like I know Will and Grace one time, a long time ago. They're talking about looking at your nails. Yes. Like they're like, look at your fingernails, and depending on which way, if you held your hand like open palm and your nails towards you, or if you close your palm and have your nails towards you that way, like your palm is facing you, like that's supposed to be more masculine. Right. Whereas if you're like open palm. I remember this episode. Away. There's a whole episode about this. And yeah. I, I, and believe me, as a child, I actually believed in that. Which is ridiculous, by the way. Yeah. Oh, me too, though. Like, I made sure I looked at it the way that it was supposed to be manlier. Yes. 
So I'm so glad that we got away from that type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. When they kind of done, but and sometimes it just wouldn't even wear chapstick. Probably wait until people weren't looking. I mean, right. It was. Bad. It it was. was. I mean, hard. I think that we have to get away from that shaming that skincare is. Well, like we all have skin. Every person has skin. Right. Sorry about and, it. But everyone has different skin types, so you know you have to find products for yourself. Yeah. But you need the stuff. You do. Like, why would you not use it? Why would you? suffer um i mean watching those episodes of queer eye especially that the very first episode maybe where that guy i think he had lupus maybe um is that right i think one of them did and he had really bad and um jonathan van ness was like talking about things he could do but in jonathan van ness's podcast he talked about i mean he's like they went and got a dermatologist because he was like i can't tell this man what to do. He's like, right. he needs serious help. And, sometimes, and, and some people do need professional but he, help. But he had kind of got to the point, the man, of where he just kind of, he just grew a beard over it and covered it up because he didn't want because he was right. a man and men shouldn't have to deal with that. And well, men, you know, and that's kind of where it was coming from. Well, I know. And I, I think that is, I'm, 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 I think we're shifting away from that culture. Yeah. And I'm really glad of that. I don't think my dad would ever put it on any lotion. But, um, my dad does, though, and he always has. So, well, I know. model. Right. It's just it's a different type of thing. But I think my dad's the same thing. He does not like lotions and creams. Like, but also, he, you he, know, my dad had, he, like I said, had some of the same right. skin issues that I've had, so he's kind of always had to. But. I, I just hate, like, that feeling. It has nothing to do with the lotion itself. It's just I don't like the, the essence of it being on my skin. Right. So, again, someone else can put it on me, yeah. but I can't have it on my hands. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. And that's how my dad is. Um, but Well, on that note, let's move on over to talking about the Grammys. That's true. So We can talk about skincare for a long time, too. Oh, we can. Okay. Yeah, just message us if you have any questions, okay? For our last segment today, we're going to be talking about how gay culture is the Grammys. And not what you call your grandmother, because that's what I call my grandmother. I call her Grammy. We're talking about the award show. Yeah, the award show, the Grammys, which was just on, I guess we're recording this on Monday, so it was just on last night. Right. On um, TBS. Yeah, it's always on TBS. I didn't know it was on TBS. It's like, I mean, who, who knows these things? So. Tyler knows all this stuff. I'm just like, oh, what's an award well, show? Well, to me, I know last week we talked about the Super Bowl, but to me, like, this is my Super Bowl. Like, everyone, every year would always get so excited about the Super Bowl, and then I would want to watch the Grammys, I mean, growing up, and in high school and whatnot, and I would just get so excited about it. And everyone was like, why do you have to watch it? I was like, well, this is my Super Bowl. This is I, this is the people that I love. I love music, and I like to watch these people win their awards or, or not, or the performances they have. I mean, it's the biggest stage for music is what, how they kind of... Well, every year, Tyler has to tell me what the Grammys are the awards for. It's kind of like the Oscars. I'm like, that... Well, because today you were reading an article about Hugh Jackman yes, potentially getting an EGOT, which is an Emmy, a Grammy, an and Oscar, Oscar, and a Tony. Which he probably deserves. Because he, he is awesome. Oh, yeah, he is. Um, yeah. And hot. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, Except for when he's Wolverine. I don't like the Wolverine hair. I, well, it's just the hair, but his body looks good. But anyway, so about the Grammys, I, I actually did watch them. Um, I kind of watched them a little bit growing up. I don't remember watching a lot of them. Of course, I don't remember lots of things. This year was one of the best they've had in a long time as far as like all the performances were really good. All the performances were amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I watched it almost the entire way through. Almost the entire way through. I kind of got distracted by a video game halfway through. Yeah. But um, it was a good performance uh, all the way through. I really liked the fact that Michelle Obama was there. Yes. That was amazing. Yes. I mean, I'm a big fan of Michelle Obama. I mean, who's not? Right. And. Well, probably a lot of people. 
Well, but no one I know. Yeah, no, no one we know. time with. Yeah. So, I mean, who, so who was up there? We had Alicia Keys was hosting. She was hosting. And then the four women walked out, and it was Lady Gaga, Jada Pinkett Smith, um, then Alicia Keys standing in the middle, and then Michelle Obama, and then Jennifer Lopez. Okay. And they just kind of, and they all talked about what music meant to them and how it shaped their lives. Right. But I think the whole overarching theme of this Grammys was how music brought the world together. Yes. And I totally agree with that. Who run the world, girls. Right. Because most of the awards were won by women. The performances were mostly women, and I was here for that. I mean, who wasn't here for those? They were amazing. It was amazing. I mean, Lady I Gaga can't... was amazing when she did cello. Well, I mean, that was that was awesome. That was the best performance. Uh, Dolly was there. I mean, Dolly, Dolly did yeah. performances. They were so good. I mean, they were all. I mean, how many times? I don't. I don't know. I don't count how many times Dolly has done anything at the Grammys. But I was excited to see her do that. She was there with Miley Cyrus. Um, who I mean, she performed with. I don't know how many people. It was Molly and Katy Perry and Marin Morris and. Casey Musgraves and Little Big Town. I think that's it. Yeah, but it was amazing, and I, I enjoyed every minute of seeing Dolly on the stage. Yeah, it was really good. Um, one of my favorite performances from Grammys past is probably one that really sticks out to me is Pink in two thousand and ten. Let me think. I think yeah, pretty sure it was two thousand. It may be two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I have no idea. One of those years. Either way, it was one of those years. But she sang Glitter in the Air, and it was the year she was, like, up in the air um, on those, um, what are they called? They were kind of like the, in the, it was, she was doing acrobatics, but they were on, they were like these scarf things. Oh, like, I don't know what they're called, but I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what they're called. Um, Violet Tchotchke, Drag Race does them a lot, too. I don't know. Um, they're like, but they're like silk scars in any way. Just go watch. I'll put a link in the description to her performance at the Grammys because it was like one of the most stunning things I have ever seen on the Grammys. I mean, I think it's still my favorite Grammys performance. But well, actually, that same year, I'm pretty sure Lady Gaga and Elton John sang together, and they did. Um, what did they sing? I think they sang. Um, well, they did Speechless. And they did, and then they did one of Elton John's songs. I think maybe Tiny Dancer or Your Song or something. But anyway, they come out on this huge double-sided piano, and they were both like... Oh, I've never remembered this one. Yeah, like Lady Gaga used to come out singing Bad Romance, and then she like dropped down to this thing, and they had this fake fire come out. And then they brought out this double-sided piano, and they both were sitting at it, like, burned. I, I think Tyler maybe watched this later. Yeah, I think it was the same year. I don't think I had met Tyler at this point, but I know he made it. No, we did not know each other when this happened. I think it was it was 2009, 2010. Right. I'm ashamed right now that I can't remember which one it is. Um, but I'll post links about those in the description. Um, but that's probably my favorite Grammys performances, at least those the ones that have really stuck with me. Yeah. Um, I think Lady Gaga's one from this year with Shallow. Shallow was Will. amazing. It was was interesting because I was pointing out because up to this point we had only seen Shallow played by Lady Gaga playing as Allie in the movie. In the movie, yeah, A Star Is Born. And so you were like, "She's acting weird. She's acting weird. Why is she doing it this way?" And I was like, "Oh!" And Tyler was like, "She's being Lady Gaga." I was like, "This is Lady Gaga." I was like, "She's not acting weird." I was like, "You've been to three of her concerts." I have, and you know this is how she does. It was just it was interesting because we had not seen that 
song performed yeah. by Lady Gaga. Yeah, because I was explaining it. I was like, this is Lady Gaga performing the song. This is not Allie performing the song. And I think, I mean, that, which that, I think speaks to what a great actress she, she is. She is. I mean, that was totally different. And I, I still enjoyed every minute of it. I mean, I, I mean, who doesn't yeah. enjoy Lady Gaga? Gaga yeah. But I, I was, it was, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I mean, I just cannot say enough about these Grammys. And like I say, I, I'm, and Drake's speech about how. If you if people are taking the hard money and spending money to buy tickets to see you, you have made it and you are a winner. Right. I, I mean, applauded. It was. I applauded to yeah. that, like yeah. out loud. Looked. They looked. Said. Tyler looked at me like I was crazy, which I probably am. No, I didn't. I did not. I I was kind of in shock that maybe you were listening to what was going on. I actually paid attention. to That the was probably ratings. what I was shocked that, about. Probably so. But because I was right. Th- I mean, I completely agree so with him. And, my and mom did it. watch these with us. Um, she my, watched like half of them with half us. Half of them with us. And she went she, to bed. Well. Because they, they lasted until about midnight. Well, my sister, my sister also loves the Grammys. Remember, my sister has passed away, so she has been gone for about three years. And um, so my mom and my sister would watch the Grammys and they would talk about it together. So my mom was over here, you know, missing my sister because they always watched the Grammys together. So mm-hmm. she watched them with us. Um, it was okay. She always had some, you know, remarks to make about who people were um, because they, they um, Diana Ross was there. Oh, that's right. I mean, she did that whole number. Yeah. Yeah. She was I mean, great so too. my mom was telling us about the Supremes because my mom, of course, was alive when Diana Ross was, you know, large and in charge. Um, when she was the boss. Right. Um, so, and she was telling us about the history of a lot of these things, which I don't think we, you know, really think about some of these things because they kind of fade out. Not really, they're not in the forefront, but. I think about these things. But Tyler thinks about these things. I don't think about these things. So I'm just like, I mean, it was nice to see Diana Ross. You know, sometimes I have to remember. Because her. you only know her from RuPaul's Drag Race. No, that is not true. <laughs> the reason I know who Diana Ross is, is from Whoopi Goldberg. Uh-huh. When she did um, the, what is the movie? Sister Act. Sister Act. Yes. Thank you. Um, because she, I think it was Sister Act 2, actually, when she oh, tells okay. about this. But that's how I knew who Diana Ross is, because I did like the movie Sister Act. Um, yeah. But what does she have to do with Sister Act? Because she, well, she tells one of the students about her. Does she? Yes. Oh, okay. Like, I think she's telling... I, I can't remember. They were playing the I was kind of glazed over at those parts. I just I just liked the songs. The songs were good, but I mean, I think the whole movie was good, but we're not... It was, but... I know, but that's how I knew who Diana Ross is. Yeah. Um, and yes, I mean, and RuPaul's Drag Race, because, I mean, that just helps too. Yeah. Um, and you're talking to the person here that had the Pure Disco albums that's seen on TV back when I was like... 12. Yes, this is the person. You're so. talking to Tyler who knows everything about everything about music. Um, yeah. And even the music that you probably have never even heard of. Right. Um, which, I mean, is it's good. I, and he kind of goes over my head a lot about things. But that's why he watches the Grammys and it's a Super Bowl. a lot of people, but um, that's not what I hear. But. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm more about the Grammys. I'm trying to think about... I don't really remember any past performances from stuff because that's not how I work. Mm-hmm. But I can say I was just really impressed with these Grammys, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Yeah, um, well, I, I really I, there's a couple of winners that I wish it had been someone else. 
But I think that they, I, I mean, everybody that won, though, I think it was well-deserved. I think, yeah, so I, I wasn't many, mad about anything. So much good music this year and good songs and good artists there. And I think a lot of people are feeling really passionate at this time in our country about what they think and um, about getting justice for people who can't get it for themselves and... Um, you know, women and other minorities and the LGBTQ community. It's just um, things are changing. Things uh, are changing. And people are mad. Yeah. People are mad now. Um, when Obama was in the White House, I feel like we were all, it was a lot, there was a lot more love going around and there was a lot more positivity. And now it's like, we're mad, we're angry, we're going to change this. Right. Um, and I think that scene, I mean, this is America, the Childish Gambino, <laughs> just go watch that and you'll, you know, see a lot of things about America that are true. And then Janelle Monet, I really was hoping she would win the album of the year. She did that song Pink. She did Pink. Which yes. I think was good. Yes. I mean I was impressed by Pink. And that was where well that's where they had them they were in the pants that looked like vaginas. Right. I mean that's what they were, were wearing and it was just very I mean, because John Janelle Monet um has come out as queer this past year and she's just very unapologetic about it and and the album was just amazing. It was amazing. I liked the, the album. whole album was amazing. Um, the one that won was Casey Musgraves, uh, which she's awesome too. Golden Hour, and she is, and she's a LGBTQ ally. I still um, like her song about biscuits. I don't know what the song's called. I think it's just called Biscuits. Well, I think it's an amazing song. Yeah, because it is. if you are from the South, you completely understand that song. Well, she had a, on her first album. She had a song called "Follow Your Arrow," right. and it addressed. Um, Gay, being gay, and it addressed um, smoking marijuana. Interesting for a country album, and right. it was her debut album. Like she came out of the gate, like pretty strong. I'm not going to be quiet about anything, right? So we like her, yeah. And so it was great. It was well deserved. It was, um, you know. But I, I was really hoping. Or Brandy Carlisle, her performance last night was amazing. Of the joke, um, I'm trying to remember which one she was. I may have, I may have zoned out my she's video. Kind of, she's kind of, kind of, you've heard other songs about her. You like her. Um, she had that song Pride and Joy that I liked several years ago. It's been, I mean, yeah, she, he has to play them for me. She did the song, um, the story that was featured heavily in Grey's Anatomy in the early seasons. Um, and one of the big recap episodes. It was, you know, anyway. I never watched um, Grey's Anatomy either. Love that show. So, well, that'll be another topic sometime. Yeah, Tyler's mad no, at me. No, you're, no, we're not derailing. No, we're not derailing. He's still mad at me because I haven't watched that or Sex in the City. Okay. Anyway, Brandi Carlisle's performance of The Joke was amazing, and she is someone who puts her passion into her art and into her songs and into her songwriting. And The Joke is about, um, basically, when you're young and you feel like you're different and you're made fun of for being yourself and for things you can't change about yourself, that those people that are making fun of you... Um, in the end, they're going to be the ones that are alone and have no one, and that the joke is on them. You need to keep being yourself and being proud of yourself. And I just love her. Um, so, and Richard's looking her up right now. I'm, I'm trying to think of who she is, and I'm looking at because I was thinking of like we we saw her last night. Mm-hmm. I, I I I didn't I I had not heard her before last night. That's not true. I well. It's not true because I just don't remember anything. But Tyler, I'm sure, has played some of her music. I th- I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think. You've heard Pride and Joy by and, her. If you've not heard any other song, you've right. heard that song. And uh, the Bre- uh, best new artist was Dua Lipa. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, yeah, and you would like her too. I really like all these people. I just mm-hmm. don't know who they are because t- like Tyler has to play the song and be like, don't you remember these people? And I'm like, no. And then he plays it to me like three times, like, oh yeah, I remember oh, that. I love this one. Yeah, and, yeah. That's how. So Tyler is like, um, he just finds things for me and says, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. Um, so I do for everybody. So because uh, what was it? It was um, uh, the band's visit. Yeah. And that one, an Emmy last night, right? No, it won a Grammy last night. Oh, that's what I mean. said see, Emmy. Whatever. See, here I am. It won the Tony last year for Best Musical. Right. But it won a Grammy last night for basically the same thing. Right. I mean, that is an amazing musical. I I, I haven't seen it. I've listened to the soundtrack. And it features Tony Shalhoub, who is in Monk. And, and he's also... Yeah. I mean, he, he we played... We love Monk. We love Monk. Um, but I really thought that I mean, was I great. watched Monk, like, all the way through with my family, like, my parents and my brother. Like, we religiously watched Monk when the new episodes came on. And so. I just finished it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's been off for about ten years now. Right. But it's still good. Yeah. Um. Not for ten years. So let's not think about that. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think of what other things it's one that we can talk about. Because, I mean, there, there, I was just amazed at last night, because... Years previously, well, also, I'm just like lost. Watching it with me, I'm pretty good at predicting. Oh yeah, he's just like these people won. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little boring because Tyler's already picked out the winners. Yeah. Well, because I always in like when they're announcing the nominees, I'm like, okay, well here's the ones I want to win, and here's who I but but, but here's who probably will win. Right. So and I, I mean, you would have a fantasy league, and Tyler would be able to make it through it. I think I, I do really I mean, well. He every follows year. music so much. Yeah. Well, because I read. I mean, as music comes out, I absorb it, and I read articles about it, and I see what people think about it, and read reviews, and listen to it for myself. And you can just kind of tell. Yeah. Um, what people are all into things, that year? All things like so. Um, I'm trying to think. Of- well, which Lady Gaga not only won two Grammys for Shallow, but she won one for the piano version of Joanne. Which is about her her aunt that died. Right. And which she is was, an amazing song. And which I, I so read too last night, yeah. I forgot, but she said she did that whole thing in one take. Like there was no editing, like she that that version of it, she did it all in one take. She just mm-hmm. sang it straight through, recorded it, released a music video, and it won a Grammy last night. And well, because the album Joanne was up for some Grammys last year, right. but it didn't win any. Well, so. that's something that you had told me about. I wasn't aware of that they go from October to October. Right. So the to be eligible for the Grammys, like all the the people this year at last night's Grammys, the music that was released, it was released between October first, twenty seventeen. In September thirtieth, twenty eighteen. Right. That's the, that's all the music that was up for Grammy. So this, so a year from now, it'll be the music that was released October first, twenty eighteen, through September thirtieth of this year. Right. Which that's I thought was interesting. Year. I didn't know that either. Because well, because I was talking about it because Richard was asking me why the album for A Star Is Born was not up for anything, but Shallow was. And it's because Shallow was released the last week of September last year. And then the album for A Star Is Born was released October fifth. Oh, okay. So the album as a whole could wasn't eligible, okay. but that one song was because it was officially released. Well, I was just curious why I wasn't winning anything. So, so that was why. Which I'm starting to think that maybe they're trying to get. I mean, possibly win Grammys both years from it. And I'm, gosh, I think it could no, very well. Be well deserved. It because, get, I mean, that movie was amazing. If you yeah. haven't seen A Star Is Born, you should go and watch it. And it is on DVD and Blu-ray. Next week. Okay. Next Tuesday. It's already out on digital. Yeah. It already is out on digital. But we like to buy physical copies of stuff. Which we have already talked about in the past, I think. Probably have. Um, But yeah, so that's why 
that's how the Grammys works, and I think that they are probably trying to get a Grammy this year and next year, and I think it could possibly win Album of the Year. And so let's keep our fingers crossed and hope so. So anyway. So thanks for joining and listening with us this week. And so to recap, we've kind of talked about how gay culture is Valentine's Day, how it is skincare, and how it's the Grammys. Um, I think those are all very relevant things, but those are also things that lots of people use, right. whether you're part of the LGBTQ community or not. Um, but I think we kind of own them a little bit more. Yeah. So. Anyway, anyway, thanks for thanks for listening, and be sure to check us out on Instagram, Instagram. at Richard plus Tyler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll post links to the things that I said I would in the description. So and we will talk to you next week. All right, bye. Bye. bye.